0: And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. I remember it was um, Christmas 1976, I was just 11 years old, and I remember the Christmas very well for, for this reason. Um, every uh, December 17th was our tradition in our house that we decorated the Christmas tree. I know it sounds late, but that's when we always did it and Uh, we had uh, all 12 children would help decorate the tree. So it didn't take long to do the tree because all of us had to just do a couple of decorations and the whole thing was done, right? But I remember we were in the middle of uh, gathering and when we do the Christmas tree, we would play Christmas music and get in the Christmas spirit. It was usually school was done and it was always a fun event. The doorbell rang and, of course, being the youngest, I was sent out to get the door. That's the way the rule always works. The youngest goes out to get the door. And so uh, out I went to the door, and it was the regular beggar who came to the door. Um, the regular beggar uh, would come every single Saturday, right on schedule, 10 a.m., like, just like clockwork. Um, and, um, but this was a Tuesday. This was Christmas. She was coming for a Christmas bonus. Um, so, uh, so she knocks at the door, and she... And I was, you know, and I just imagine, I'm 11 year old, defiant little. I said, uh, and she says, ah, ah, how are you? Will you tell your mother that Mrs. O'Brien is here? And I said, my mother's not here. (laughs) And she says, uh, ah, yeah, I know. Well, tell her anyway, will you? (laughs) And, of course, like as if by divine fear, I turn around and I go back to my mother and I say to my mother, rather uh, frustrated, and says, Mom, the regular beggar is here. And my mother, it didn't say a word, just went to her purse and took out three pounds. Now, just, I want you to understand, in 1976, three pounds was quite a bit of money, right? Especially one, a, a, a mother of 12 children, right? So it would have been the equivalent of, today, probably $30, you know, like that. Huge money, but enough to, like, to think, a couple of things about right? She takes out three pounds, and she goes off to the door, and she, uh, she chats with Mrs. O'Brien for ages. And they laugh, and then they hug, and she comes back. I was defiant still, saying, why do you give her money? Don't you know that you're the only house that she stops at every Saturday morning? She'd go to anybody else's house because they, they have her figured out. Mom, she's a fraud. She's not a beggar at all. She's one of the thinkers coming for money. Why do you give it to her? Why do you insist? And why did you give her so much money this Christmas? Now, bear in mind, I'm thinking the eyes of your child. Like, the, the biggest gift I would get for Christmas was a box of my own cornflakes. That was my biggest gift, right? That was the big gift for me. So the idea of, uh, of three pounds, my eyes were like bugged out. And so, she says, I said, why do you give it? I don't, I don't understand. Because she has a need, and I can afford it. I will always remember that line, because really, it was the best Christmas gift I could ever have gotten, because I realized, I realized what my mother was teaching me. And then, for a little bit of extra, she turned around and says, and by the way, that old beggar has a name, and her name is Mrs. O'Brien, and if you want another morsel of food in this house, you will call her Mrs. O'Brien. Well, a young, hungry little boy learned his lesson. I called her Mrs. O'Brien from then on. Mrs. The beggar, Mrs. O'Brien, but I still got it, but... But anyway, my point is that that was the greatest lesson. Because what my mother taught me that Christmas was what the real Christmas message was about. is the hidden face of Christ in others. Uh, and that, that when, when Christ became one of us, he did not come as a, uh, in the grandeur of a palace as some firstborn king. He came in a manger, humble and in poverty. He didn't a- appear I- I- in, in, in great fanfare, but was, was known to shepherds, first and foremost. Now, at least you understand who the shepherds were the lowest of the lowest in that society. They would have been nomadic. They wouldn't have had a home. They would have smelt like the sheep. They wouldn't have been welcome at the inn or at people's homes. They would have slept with the sheep. So the message of the angel came to the shepherds to point the way to Christ. Now we have a very romantic vision of that today, but the fact is that Jesus comes in the littleness of a baby one who is completely vulnerable and dependent upon their parents you see there's many different ways god could have chosen to take flesh but he chose humility obscurity and poverty and in doing so he showed us that the way to discover him is in humility the way to s- discover him is recognizing that he is in the obscure and the little ones, the ones who are least recognized to others. And fundamentally, the way to discover him is through poverty. So, this Christmas, um, we are called to recognize the Christ who is with us today, the Christ who is hidden and as Pope Francis says today in his homily, uh, in the littlest of humanity, in the little ones, the, the immigrants, the poor, the broken, the wounded, the sorrowful. So the question then for us is we want to get into the Christmas joy, which is important. We celebrate our, the gift of our family, which I hope you will be with th- Today and we recognize the joy of Christ among us. But we need to also ask ourselves, who is the Mrs. O'Brien in our life? Who are the little ones? Who are the ones, maybe even inside our family, who we really don't don't want to be part of our family, or they're part of it, but maybe that's a phone call we need to make. Or who is the Mrs. O'Brien in our neighborhood, or in our work situation or school, the one who's just always off to the side, who is rejected by most. We are called to see the Christ in them. So today we celebrate the joy of the Word made flesh, that God chose to become one of us in humility, obscurity, and in poverty. And he recognized that Christ is hidden always among us here and now. And we can see him in each other, and most especially the little ones. Who is the Mrs. O'Brien for us?